avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. I had just graduated from Edinburgh University with my law degree and had joined a law firm. Other than being in attorney's offices when I was applying for employment, I had never been in an attorney's office before. And I didn't know any attorneys personally. But I had thoroughly enjoyed studying law at Edinburgh University in Scotland and was eagerly looking forward to the practice of law. I knew that practicing law would be a different challenge from learning the theory. I was 22 years old and looking back must have appeared rather naive and rather intense when interacting with staff and with clients. The senior partner of the law firm, James Magnus Sinclair Tate, took a personal interest in me. Although he was nearing the end of his legal career and I was just beginning mine, we formed an excellent professional relationship which grew into a friendship. He was a devoted follower of Jesus Christ, a man of the utmost integrity, was loved by his clients and respected by all who knew him. And I was going to learn, a brilliant attorney with a very creative mind. He was very different from the stereotypical picture people have of an attorney who manipulates the law and uses people to get the desired result. Although he's a very successful attorney, he was one of the least materialistic people I've ever met. In those days, we didn't talk about mentorship, but Mr. Tate, I was never to call him by his first name, he taught me not only about the practice of law, but also about interacting with people and dealing with problems in life. He wants to teach me more about grace than about law. James Tate came from the humblest of circumstances, the son of a crofter, and started life after school as a roadman. But as a young man, he had received a very serious injury which left him with a permanent limp, and which meant that he could no longer work manually. He turned to law, became an apprentice attorney, and studied legal theory in the evenings. He loved the law more than the business of law, and I was to learn from him never to use the law as a club, but rather as a means of helping clients. He had one of those personalities which made everyone feel at ease. I can still see him with his hand round the shoulder of a poor woman, a poor widow, as he escorted her into his office. I'm sure he made little or no money from such cases, but he used his skill as an attorney to help widows. They knew he was utterly trustworthy. They knew he was always acting in their best interests. It was an honourable example for me to follow. Although he was by nature an introvert, he had a commanding presence in court. And I can never remember him being intimidated by any judge or a difficult client or opposing counsel. These were important skills for me to learn for a future in law. And although I didn't know it at the time, for my future in the pastorate. He served as an elder in the church I attended. He was a born orator and occasionally preached a message although he never seemed to seek such opportunities. When there were tensions in the church, the congregation looked to him as the voice of wisdom, of moderation, of balance. 
He would tell me that God gave us a right hand as well as a left hand, and we needed to be balanced. We needed to listen to those who disagreed with us and to seek understanding. I loved the times in our office when we would have a coffee break. We spoke about all kinds of things, not just about the law. And when I look back on my time with James Tate, this was mentoring at the best. He balanced theory with practice. I saw him in action. I greatly respected him. And I sought to follow not only his expertise, but also his grace and his kindness. I worked with James Tate for five formative years, learning from someone who displayed the graces of our Lord Jesus Christ in a legal setting. If you don't have a mentor, pray that God will guide you to the right person. Listen, observe, ask questions, follow that example. Avizandum. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash theverdict.